Welcome to the Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer, and we have Brittany Bodie here today. Hey, Britt. Hey, Sam. It's good to see you. How you doing? I feel like I haven't podcasted in a while, so it's nice to be back with you. Is it? <laughs> no, it's good. You know, it's nice to be on occasionally, but I'm glad that I'm not on as frequent as I used to be. I think it's so important that our listeners get to hear from our team as well because we've got some really talented consultants. So it's nice that we get to shake it up a little bit. I completely agree. I think it's as the team grows and we continue to add folks, it's really fun for those people that are working with them to be able to hear their point of view. And everybody brings their own individual experience and their own point of view to this podcast. And it's really interesting when I listen to episodes I'm not on to hear our team say things. I'm like, wow, I never would have thought of it from that perspective, but here we are. Mm-hmm. So it is neat to have everybody there, but I'm always glad when it's it's just the two of us getting an opportunity to talk here and discuss things that are so, you know, so close to our business and close to our hearts. I know. We just have a lot to be um, proud of and appreciative of, so it's nice to be able to connect the two of us. Yeah, and we get to connect in person very soon, which is exciting. You know, I remember a time not that long ago where getting on a plane and, and you know, traveling in the month of January especially was just a huge travel month for us, and so to look forward to getting on a plane to spend time with our team is a really different feeling. Well, I think one of the things that you and I talk about that we love about business ownership is just getting to do things on our own terms. So when we travel, we made that choice together and also with our team. You know, we talk to our team to understand, you know, what do they want to see? Because when we're traveling, Primarily, we are vetting brands and breaking bread with brands and just getting to know them and growing our portfolio. So we take our team's feedback pretty serious, too, about where they want to go and what they want to get in front of. But it's nice to be able to make those decisions ourselves and have flexibility on when we want to travel. It makes a huge difference in how you feel about everything when it's flexible, when it can work around your life and it's not making your life work around that travel because that's very stressful, you know, as a spouse, as a parent, as a friend, trying to plan everything and and missing out and not being able to say no to things. So I think that is something that has been a huge, it was a huge driving force, honestly, probably the largest driving force for us was seeking balance in our lives. And that's really where we got, we decided together on the phone as friends that we wanted something different. So I I think that this company was actually born out of a lack of balance. It was, you know, I had a conversation yesterday with a client, you know, and he was just asking about my calendar availability. And I made the comment, I take my last call at five o'clock. And he was kind of surprised by that. Um, And I said, you know, that was the reason I wanted to become an entrepreneur. It was the number one reason. I loved what I did on the other side of franchising. I loved my boss and the team that I worked with and my brands. Um, But I just felt like all I did was work 24-7. 
And so this was a great motivator for me. It's a great reminder when we talk to our clients about the fact that you can build an off-ramp from corporate if you choose that as a path, if you are lacking balance. Now, that's not to say that it doesn't take hard work in the beginning. Like you are going to put in extra hours in the beginning to get a business off the ground. But I think you and I are proof to once you put in that work on the front end, you can create that balance for yourself long-term. Yeah, I think for us, as we set this up while still working our day jobs, kind of planning and, and doing things, there were a lot of weekends. There were a lot of late nights. There were a ton of hours. And honestly, there still are. You know, that's that's what business ownership is. There are times and seasons where we feel like we lack a ton of balance, where you, you know, you're in your office all the time after hours trying to figure things out, trying to, for us, you know, that's different seasons. Yeah, we take care of different parts of the business. And so sometimes I'll feel balanced while you don't feel balanced and vice versa. And I think that's also the nice thing about having a partner and somebody that understands us is the ability to say, can you help me with this? I would, I really need somebody else's eyes on this, or I really need somebody else's opinion. But also to say, I can't do this right now. I can't handle this lift. It's, you know, I need somebody to step in. And that's probably the biggest lesson I think I've learned in the last two years of owning our business is the ability to say, it doesn't all have to be done by midnight. It doesn't, this isn't going to, the world doesn't explode. Now there are things like taxes that must be done by midnight or things we have to hand in. But a lot of this stuff is getting to make the decision on what to prioritize and when. And I, you know, I always, you do a really great job as a partner for me to say, this is, this is why we did this. So you could have balance. So you could be at a basketball game on a Friday afternoon and not feel guilt or not have to rearrange everything. And I really, really appreciate that about what we're doing and what we've created. You know, I think it's interesting in two regards. You know, I am an Enneagram three. And so I'm very much like I, everything has to be done. I have a checklist. I don't want to sleep until that checklist is done. You know, the team kind of laughs that they'll get emails from me at midnight. I'm more of a night person than a morning person. Um, But I always have felt like I cannot end my day without getting a checklist done. And I think you've done a good job of reminding me that not everything needs to be done that day. So I think you've given me great support in that. And then I think I've been able to say to you, it's okay for you to take less clients so you have that balance for yourself. So that way you can be at things. And that's the interesting thing about owning a business is that first phase is grind mode. You will take every client. You will talk to customers whenever, you know, depending on what the business is. And, you know, we've been involved in quite a few. And I think that first mode is you actually go backwards in the balance department. And a lot of our clients and us work day jobs while we have other businesses. So you've got two separate things going on. You're fitting all these things in. But it's always important to go back to what is the why? Why am I doing this? What am I building this for? Why am I creating all of these things? And I can see that. I think we constantly have to remind ourselves on good days and on on bad days because it doesn't matter what phase you're in, whether you're grinding. We're in a phase right now where we actually had a really, really balanced phase for a pretty extended period of time. 
And then I think now as we're, we're entering a phase of our business where it's evolving again and we're growing mm -hmm. and we're adding things and we're adding a lot of different initiatives that will in the end help clients a lot and grow our team and be able to do some different stuff. But it's back into that kind of seeking balance mode again. So it's, it's figuring out what works for you and, and always circling back around to the why. Why did I do this in the first place? You know, my mom is a mentor to me and I said to her, you know, I felt like last year we really had it dialed in and figured out and we really had great balance. And I feel like over the last, you know, 60 days or so, it's just been kind of the season of less balance. And she was like, you're in your third year. That was a tough year for me too, um, because we're in growth mode. You know, we got the business first to, you know, break even and then profitable, just like any business, you know, we're watching metrics. We have our team in place and our existing team. They are so good at what they do. Their clients love them. They've been able to help so many people, but now we want to take that next level of growth. We're putting new marketing initiatives in place. We're putting automations in place. We're growing our team. So we're in this phase right now that we're interviewing, we're training, we're standing up new systems inside of our CRM. We're standing up new digital marketing initiatives. So all of those things take time and lift. One of the things that you and I say is we do feel like we have more of a learning curve than our clients hopefully will have in their business because we don't have a franchise for this, right? We're having no. to build out new things in our CRM. We don't have, you know, a separate marketing partner that the brand is doing the marketing in-house for us. Like our team and us, we are that. So I think it's also, I think we get a little bit of jealousy when we, you know, vet these brands and they're talking about all the things that they do for their franchisees and to help limit that learning curve. I can't tell you how many times we've said that where like coming from the franchise space, you're like, okay, we need to train this person. And it's like, oh, we got to make a training video. That means we need to do that. We need to write a calling script. We need to do those things. You know, I, I think I probably said the three letters that we live by now maybe two times in my life before owning a business and that was SOPs. <laughs> what like – I feel like now I'm like, oh, there's not an SOP for that? Guess what? There has to be. So we have to create that. I feel like we're, it's such a crazy thing to think about. But in franchising, you are essentially handed the keys to the kingdom, right? right. You are you onboard. There's a checklist. Here's what you have to do before you come to training. Here's how you set these things up. This is what's going on. Marketing. You know, We're the guinea pig okay, it's it's our own capital. We dump money into something to see if it works or if it doesn't work, right? If it doesn't work, it's a wash. With a franchise, there's hundreds of people potentially that are all dialing in on AdWords. They're all figuring out what works. You know, different people can do A-B testing in different markets. And I think that's the beauty of what our clients are stepping into and why it's, you know, it's never easy to start a business while you have a nine to five. It just isn't going to be. And I think that myth should be completely busted because if you think that you're going to just walk on the yellow brick road all the way to a, a seven figure exit from these businesses, that's not the case. But it's certainly in my personal experience, much easier than setting things up from ground zero. And you don't know what you don't have until you need it. <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah. You know, we, um, we were having a conversation with one of the, um, folks on our team and we were just saying, you know, as we look into next year, we truly are talking about, we don't know what we don't know yet. You know, we are standing up a new marketing initiative right now that wasn't even on our radar six months ago. And I joke that marketing is kind of the thing that keeps me up at night. I think every business owner has something, you know, a lot of people talk about it's people and that's not it for me. It's like marketing, you know, will we have enough clients for our team? I want to make sure that we, you know, have enough people that we can help find businesses and marketing is ever evolving. You know, we talk about the way in which you used to get clients five years ago, 10 years ago. You know, my mom tells stories of putting out ads in papers in order to get franchisees. Like talk about a totally different ball game, you know, 20 years ago. So it's one of the things as business owners that I feel like we spend a lot of our time on is just that client acquisition and how much, you know, we could get out of a franchise if they were helping with that piece. So Again, it just points back to you know why we love franchising and why we're so passionate about it and why we've now made investments in franchising and have full plans to continue to do that together. Yeah, it's it is interesting when you say ever evolving because I think everything is ever evolving. You always have to keep up. Probably the as our team has grown because that's evolving. It was you and I when right. we started and we did everything and we would, I mean, we had enough time to be on each other's calls and sit in together and both sit there and have conversations. I look back at that and I think, whoa, that is wild (laughs) that we have the time to do that now. And, you know, as we've grown, we first added Marissa, who's our director of sales admin. And I think the thing that I think about for her in that first interview we had with her, first of all, we knew it's kind of like when you're dating and you're like, I don't know why, but this person, this is great. And Marissa, right away when we met her, we were like, yes, this is a person we want on our team. But she also was seeking balance. She was somebody who was seeking to feel valued. And probably the coolest part about what we're doing is as we build teams and as we bring people in is allowing them to also have balance and help people create that in their own lives you know, with our clients. It's this common theme that continues to span throughout the years of this business with the clients that we work with, the team that we have. And as we are adding to our team right now, you know, we'll add two more people this year. In the interview process, the things that have come up immediately were less travel, more time for myself. I want more time with my family. If I need to do X, Y, Z, I would love the opportunity to be able to go do that. And, you know, we think that people are shocked when we say, well, yeah, we're closed, blah, 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 days. They're like, all of those days? And we always say yes, because you should spend time with your family. You should get a long weekend if everybody else does. That's if a bank is closed, so are we. (laughs) And so I think that's probably been the neatest thing is creating this place where we work hard. Don't get it twisted. It is hard work. But we're also letting people have the freedom to make decisions for themselves and create things for their family. It's really special. And that means something different for everyone. You know, for you, you you mentioned it, 
That means going to basketball games. You know, you and I were talking about it, and I don't think you've missed a game um, so far this year and how different that feels for you. I remember that being something that you're like, gosh, I'm, you know, you're trying to catch footage on your phone if they were recording the game or texting other moms for updates on how it was going. And now you're at everything. You don't miss anything. Um, And for me, it was, you know, we don't have kids. And so one of the things when you don't have kids is you should be able to travel. And that's something I have a lot of passion for. And I would barely take, you know, four or five days off at a time. Um, And that felt stressful to me. And now I feel confident that I can go away for an extended period of time. You know, we went away to Italy. We'd been planning and saving for a Europe trip for forever. And I was away for two weeks. And I think, you know, one of the things that we talk about with our clients, there's lots of questions around, like, how do you find good people? Like, can you find a good team? I'm not sure I can find good employees. And we have a great team. Like I have confidence, not only do I have a great business partner that I know will have my back, that if my clients need anything, you know, you would step in and be able to help them while I'm away. But I also have confidence that I know that Jamie or Sierra or Marissa on our team would, without even being asked, would step in and be able to assist. So I think that's the beautiful thing of having a business that has employees is not being that one man band, being able to rely on other people so you can build the lifestyle that you're looking for. And if you treat people right and, you know, you compensate them fairly, I do think it's a much easier route. I I do talk to business owners who will say like, well, I just can't find anybody to do this or I can't find anybody that can do X, Y, Z. And my question is always, well, do they see a path forward? Do they have a growth trajectory? Do you know what motivates them? Do you understand what they need from you? And and are you paying fair wages? I think those are the biggest things that people need. And balance might not be it for everybody. I am questioning my life decisions after like, I'm like, I get to go watch 9U basketball games. And you're like, I was in Italy for two weeks. I'm like, what? (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) But you created the perfect little human and get to be there to cheer him on. So, I mean, that's really exciting to get to watch Max hit all his milestones (laughs) and stuff. I feel like a proud aunt that he didn't know he was inheriting. Um, But it is. And you're so right. You know, we're talking a lot about balance. But when we think about motivators for our clients, that may not always be it. You know, you and I talk about the fact that, you know, Max is smart, he's talented, he's driven, you know, he will probably write his own ticket to whatever he wants to do in life. But how cool that maybe one day he wants to get involved in something that we're building. And, you know, that's really special to the two of us because I love that little guy too. Um, So that can be a huge motivator for our clients. So there's so many different things. It just happens to be our main focus and passion for us was balance. But whatever the why is, that's what we tell people to stay focused on and centered around, you know, as you become a business owner, as you make the decision to become a business owner. It's a big decision and that's not lost on us. 
No, it's probably one of the largest decisions you'll ever make in your life. And we talk about that with clients all the time. If you invest $200,000 in the stock market, you set it and forget it. And it doesn't really affect your day-to-day. If you lost it, would it affect your day-to-day? Of course. But if you if you put that money in the stock market, it doesn't affect the way that your family moves and operates. You're likely not going to be able to, you know, in three to five years, sell it for a multiple and pull it out and, and be able to, you know, it's not going to allow you to quit your job, potentially, if that's the goal. But it also doesn't require a lot of babysitting. There's not all of those things that you can do there. And so the investment in a business does alter day-to-day life. It alters what happens, what goes on. And while it creates balance, it's nothing to take lightly. And we always make sure that we understand the velocity of that situation for people. It's typically the largest investment that folks will make outside of their home in their lives. And we, while we want to help people create balance and freedom and whatever moves the needle for them. We also want them to understand exactly what business ownership means. And it's not sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows every day. And that balance can come at a price sometimes early on. But at the end of the day, you know, there have been days where I think we've said we would have sold this business for a dollar and felt like we were getting away with murder. (laughs) But most days it feels pretty darn priceless to be able to create something like this. It does. And create a great environment or, you know, we hope, and we're always taking feedback from our team. Um, You know, we do regular reviews. We're asking for feedback. We have weekly team meetings. You know, we're trying to keep the pulse on things, but we want this to be a great place that people want to work at. You know, I said to you this morning, I went and got Starbucks before I kicked off the day when I was out um, running some errands. And it's been the same team at the Starbucks for as long as I've been going. So just know if you're having those feelings of you can't find people and nobody wants to work, like I don't really buy into that. I think that there yeah. are tons of people out there that do want to work. It takes a while maybe to find the right people, but take care of them, pay them well, create a good culture. And I think you can definitely build a great team and create a good life for them too. Absolutely. But I think that's a great note to end this podcast on is just creating a good life for yourself and others. And I feel like we're blessed to do that every day. If balance interests you, if more money interests you, if an exit from corporate America interests you, please reach out to us. You can find us on all social media at Frampath. And then you can go to our website at www.frampathconsulting.com and click the learn more button to really book time with any of us. We look forward to hearing from you.